What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. Long time no see, right? <laughs> we are back on another Saturday. Today is just me, though. Kind of feels weird now compared to, you know, all of last week. <clears throat> Have you guys been liking the guest episodes? I've been trying to get each each one of my homies on at least once. I've got a few more people planned for the future, and then I'm probably going to bring most everybody back more than once, but yeah, it's been really fun getting to see everybody. The podcast makes a good excuse to have people come over and just chill. Some people were anxious, apparently. I, I don't understand that, really. It's kind of just having a pot, um, I'm sorry, it's just having a conversation in front of a mic, you know? I guess... I understand, like, being worried about people hearing what you're saying, but just don't say anything incriminating. <laughs> but anyway, how was your Saturday? Today has been a lazy-ass day for me. I woke up, laid in bed, um, didn't really do anything. I was mad at Dave for, like, a while today. <clears throat> I don't know what's wrong with my throat, sorry. Um, a day or two ago, me and my roommate noticed that one of our... Like, we have two salt and pepper shakers, right? We have two sets of salt and pepper shakers. One is Taz, the Tasmanian Devil from the Looney Tunes. And it's like, the top is just him. And he sits on top of this um, box of dynamite. So one half is the salt shaker, one half is the pepper shaker. And then there's this other one that's Foghorn Leghorn sitting on top of an egg. And I got those at the thrift. I thought they were pretty cool. I like to sit. I like to have them sitting on the table because even though I'm not going to fill them up with salt, it adds kind of like a home touch almost. I don't know. Maybe that's the white in me coming out. But um, Dave knocked the fucking Foghorn Leghorn's egg off the table at some point when we weren't, I guess when we were asleep. And we couldn't find it. We looked for like five minutes and then this morning I got up and he was just messing with me and like swatting at me and I don't know he was being very annoying <clears throat> and I got mad and went back to my room and then um, I was texting my mom and she was just telling me you know cats will get past this it's just a stage for now and so I went out there to like get his ball and mess with him and then as soon as I moved the couch to get his ball that's where the fucking egg was. So I found that. I'm glad I found that. But man, Dave is getting on my nerves. I just I just made dinner. I made fucking hamburger helper, which I'm probably never going to buy again because both times it turned out pretty shitty. And I mean, it very much could just be me cooking it wrong, but nah, it's just not worth it, I don't think. But yeah, I made hamburger helper and then I finally like finished and sat down to eat. And this dude's, like, trying to jump in my lap, swatting in my feet, just fucking messing with me while I'm eating. And I had already fed him, so it didn't make sense for him to want more food. But I got up and put food down to see if he'd fuck off, and no, that did not work. As soon as I sat down, he was back over fucking with me. I really don't get it, man. Hmm. keep telling myself that he's just a kid, but man, this shit's annoying. It's not like I can get rid of them or anything, though, or take a break, so I'm just stuck with it. It is what it is, I guess. <clears throat> we had the boys over to play Yu-Gi-Oh! again this week. Uh, we had D uh, DJ, Trey, Skyler, and Miguel came. Miguel said he'd never really played before, but he was doing fine. Um, I, however, I went undefeated. I beat everybody's ass. I beat Trey twice. I beat Skyler twice. I beat Trey twice the day before. And then I beat Miguel once. I felt so good. Um, Skyler was dueling. And I don't know if you've gotten this energy yet. But we all give Skyler shit. Because his deck is so fucking stupid. There's a trap card that will... I mean, lets him summon his shit, and if it goes to the graveyard, he can just special summon it right back. So unless you destroy that trap card, you're just fucked. And um, nine times out of ten, we can't destroy the trap card, so we we just sit there and get mad at him. But 
he lost a lot this time and everybody was getting on his ass, kind of dogpiling him. I felt kind of bad, to be honest. I felt like he might not come back. <laughs> but then I beat everybody else and we kind of evened the hurt out, you know. I don't know. I, I still want to make my deck better. There's like synchro summon shit that I can look into. But I mean, all in all, I gotta admit, I did just get some lucky draws. And I think Trey got unlucky draws because he kind of just, he lost really quickly every time. So I feel bad. Not for him, but, well, yeah, I did feel bad for him. I know how it is to be playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and you just get all monsters or all spells and traps and you can't do shit. Especially when Miguel didn't bring a deck and was using his deck to beat everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> that was fun, though. I'm glad we're adding more people to this shit. Maybe we'll have our own little group or whatever going on eventually. Um, last week, I kind of went on this big-ass YouTube rabbit hole. And it all started with this video that I had seen on Instagram. Um... <clears throat> there's an account called junk tramp which basically they have this wall and this platform that they all stand on and then they jump down onto this uh, rectangle shaped trampoline and they do tricks and stuff and they have to land back on the platform that they jump down from um it's pretty cool it's it's actually really f easy to it's a really good thing to do or to watch to kill time because um it's interesting enough and you're like damn how do they do that and second how do you even get into that like how did you find out that that's a sport going on um one of the dudes on the i think it's jump force or maybe it's like world jump league i don't remember what their team name was but he started off um riding bulls and then this is what he does now so that's pretty fucking cool i think it was luke but nah uh they haven't posted any videos in a long time, so I'm guessing it's all kind of faded out now. But I watched most of the videos they had on there. They, they even had a competition clip that was like 45 minutes long of one team versus another. And yeah, it just cool shit to watch if you're looking for stuff to do. Uh, it was called Junk Tramp was the YouTube channel and the Instagram account. <clears throat> and this week, I also finally started watching anime again. I don't know why, but I just got a hankering to watch Ahiru no Sora, which I didn't really remember how far I was when I was thinking about it, but I got back and I was three episodes from finishing. I can't I can't help but wonder if those episodes were out when I stopped or if it was still airing, because damn, I'm lazy as fuck if I just stopped that short, but I finished it and it was really good. Um... Ahiru no Sora, if you don't know, is an anime about basketball. Um, this kid who's really short compared to everybody else, but he still wants to be the best, and his mom's sick, and his mom taught him how to play and stuff like that. It's really good. It's actually the whole reason that I can even follow the game of basketball or name the positions that are out there, because I watched this, and it told me everything I needed to know. It basically taught us the game, so... Any anime watchers that are kind of interested in basketball, this is a great segue, great way to learn, great way to like introduce yourself into it. So definitely give that a watch. Um, there, it's more than just like the badass basketball shit that happens. They're also really funny characters. Um, the sad thing though is that season two probably won't come out because of issues between the production company and the creator apparently they made changes to the storyline and pacing without getting his permission so even though the anime was really good in my opinion um i could definitely understand why you would want or why the creator would not let them keep going through with it if i mean if it's my like my mind baby my mental property and they're fucking it up and and putting it out in a fucked up form, or in my opinion, then I would definitely um, stop production and not let them continue. But I do hope they come to a, some sort of um, agreement or resolution because it was a pretty good anime. And I'm not going to start reading, especially not for a basketball anime, even though it is really good. Um, so yeah, Ahiru no Sora is pretty good. I'm back watching One Piece again. I'm on like episode 90. 
Um, Chopper just joined the crew and they're about to leave again. Uh, One Piece is really good. I just need to dump more time into it, to be honest. But it's that massive episode count that's kind of holding me back. Let's see. Current One Piece episode. Um, 984 episodes. Yeah. (laughs) So don't blame me if I take a minute to catch up to that. Plus, they don't even... There, there's no sign of stopping, so... Or not that I know of. And if there is, don't fucking tell me. Don't spoil that shit. Um, today I called Bank of America because they've been doing... They've been charging service fees for my account because I didn't have it up to a certain balance or whatever, which I didn't even know about it. And it turns out they've been doing this for like a minute. And they've charged like $150 worth of fees over some months. And I didn't even see it. Uh, which is both that it, no, it is my fault. I should have been paying attention. Um, but I called today and at first the, the guy was like, I, or he said, how, Hey, how can I help you? You know? And I said, well, first I, can we refund this fee? And then next, can we get my account changed over? Because last time I was on the phone, he said, I just needed to change my account type, but he said it wouldn't allow him to do it over the phone for some reason. So, um, I tried to go in and do it in person the other day, but they said it would be a 40-minute wait because their people were already dealing with someone. And I wasn't finna wait 40 minutes, so. But yeah, they charged they charged the, the money to my account today, so I called and I asked if he could refund it and then change my account over. And he said, um, so it looks like we're not going to be able to do that refund for you, but I can go ahead and get started on your account transfer. And I was like, okay, you know, that fucking sucks. And then he, he's doing it and he said are you a student and i was like well i used to be he said well is this date of birth correct and then he said you know 2002 i was like yeah he said well then it looks like there should have been a waiver on your account so they're not charging this in the first place i said so that 150 dollars of fees that they've been charging me uh shouldn't have gotten taken out in the first place and he said yeah that's what it looks like awesome right but then he said, um, let me see what I can do. And it turns out that he could only refund from like the past three months. But I got 50 bucks back. I got some of it refunded. So that's cool. And then he went ahead and transferred my account and changed the type. So shout out to that dude. I was pretty happy about that. And then I used 40 of that 50 bucks to pre-order Diablo 2 Resurrected. Yes, sir. Man, I'm so excited for that. I feel like this is going to be a game that I can just dump a shit ton of time into and have a good time. Like, one of the big stresses about me and my friends is that once we get, like, we buy a new game to play, there's no guarantee that that game is going to stick around and be in our rotation for more than a two weeks, honestly. I mean, here, let me look at the, let me look at the games on my desktop real quick. Um... Gunfire Reborn. We played that for like two. We played that for a good amount of time, but we haven't played it in probably six or seven months. Armello. We played that for maybe a week, and then people got mad because uh, I'm pretty sure Michael got really mad because I won one time, and then Julian won. Everybody won once off some bullshit, and everybody else got mad. But I'm down to play it. It's fun. I like fucking over people. Um. <clears throat> Where's that one fucking game that Kevin wanted to get? Um, I don't remember, but it, it was like a shooter, and we played it like two times total. I don't know. My point is, I think Diablo 2 Resurrected is finally going to be a game that me and my friends will enjoy and play for, you know, multiple months and grind out, because I think it'll be fun as fuck. And Dad, too. Dad seems pretty excited about it. Um, I think Aiden's gonna get it. I know Kevin said he would. Probably Michael, Julian. We could have a whole gang run up in Diablo, and that'd be fucking awesome. Imagine having, like, I don't know what the server limit is, but imagine having, like, eight people fighting Diablo, who's the, like, the boss, basically. Imagine having eight people doing a boss run. 
That'd be so cool. But yeah, I'm very excited for that. I hope Blizzard doesn't fuck it up. They're going through a lot of shit right now with sexual harassment or... I don't really know, to be honest. Um, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about this game. I hope they don't fuck up the game. And if that's selfish of me, then I'm sorry. But not not super sorry. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to currently. I pre-ordered that so I can get access to the open beta. Uh, I did some research. Someone told me that Triumph was two-thirds of Rush, but Triumph is not two-thirds of Rush. So I'm going to go ahead and say the names of the members in the band. It's um, Rick Emmett, who's guitar, and Mike Levine, who is on bass and keyboard, and then Gil Moore, who is drums and vocals. So yeah, uh, Triumph goes fucking hard, by the way. Here, we'll go ahead and make Song of the Week, Suitcase Blues by Triumph. Um, one thing I like about Triumph is in on every album, they have one song that's different from you know, the rest of the rock and stuff. This one is piano and it's, um, is croon the right word? I'm not sure what crooning is, but, uh, I guess it's like kind of like a light bluesy song. He's singing about how he's home or away from home all the time touring and, um, it's far away from you. And I've got the suitcase blues real bad. Um, I like it. It's a really good song. And I like all their other stuff too, but this is something completely different. Um, that's also why I can appreciate it a little bit more. But yeah, Triumph, not the same as Rush. Maybe it's because they're Canadian and uh, they just had them confused. I don't know. This week I watched a... An interview with Roger Waters and Sid Barrett on this show, uh, way back when, but it was right after they had performed, and this host was kind of being a dick to him. You know, he, he said, basically his first question was, why does it have to be so loud? Uh, because he said that he grew up in a, um, not a symposium, like maybe, maybe it was the orchestra pit that he said, one of the string instruments uh, bands, symphonies, um, he said he grew up with those, and that was more quiet, and I don't remember if it was Sid or, uh, Roger, they were both pretty snappy and witty, but, uh, they responded with, well, we didn't grow up in the symphony, so maybe that has something to do with it, but that's just how we like it, you know, um, it, it's not about being loud, it's about, um, this is what music we want to make, and this is what people want to hear. And this is also the interview where they, um, Sid was talking about how, well, maybe their music isn't made or supposed to be played for dancing. Maybe it's um, people should go there just for their music. Um, but it was cool to see their personalities and uh, them as young people just in general because, you know, seeing these old fogies in interviews and stuff when I was watching those documentaries is one thing, but seeing when they were full of youth and um, kind of being, they weren't being smart asses to the, the interviewer, but they were looking at each other the whole time. Like this old ass, this dude's getting on our fucking case. Um, but that was cool to see. And then I also watched these toadies. Or I watched this toadies documentary, uh, Todd Van Lundgren, the vocalist, he, kind of talked about the meaning behind all the songs so if you don't want to have that spoiled for you and you'd rather look at it yourself i'm looking at my history right now uh clark vogler's dark secrets the stories of rubberneck um yeah so i'm gonna tell all the stories behind the songs um First of all, the vocalist said he didn't expect the band to last in the first place. Let me make sure that's his name. Damn, I think I said the, name, the wrong name. Toadies vocalist. 
Vaden Todd Lewis. How the fuck did I get Todd Van Lundgren? What the fuck? <laughs> okay, well, uh, the vocalist Vaden Todd Lewis used to be really cryptic about the meaning of a lot of songs. I'm pretty sure the reason was that a lot of times what people think a song is about is a lot more entertaining and deep than what the song is actually about. But um, he decided after all these years to finally go ahead and what's the fucking point? Let me tell him what it's about. But yeah, he didn't expect the band to last. He told his boss at the record store he worked at, that he'd be back in like a year, year and a half tops. So save my job for me. But um, starting off with Mexican hairless, he said he just didn't feel like that needed words. Um, the label uh, Mexican hairless, which if, if you didn't know is an instrumental, it's the first song on the album. The label didn't want to lead with an instrumental because they felt like people would buy the record played at home and then after the first track bring it back complaining that it was broken or something but um they were pretty uh steadfast they're pretty steadfast in the fact that they wanted it first so that's how it ended up happening uh mr love was based on a band in town um being fort worth or dallas because this is a local texas band um one of the bands in town all the members changed their names and one of them changed his last name to love. And so this song is just kind of making fun of him. Like who the fuck do you would change their name to love type shit. Um, Tyler is based on a, it was a story going around this area of Texas that his parents or his grandparents lived in about this guy that uh, people had been seen peeking in their windows and looking in people's houses and shit. And he said when they were telling him this story, he he looked to his right and, you know, where the window was, just kind of thinking about this. And then he looked to his left and there was a big wall rack full of guns. <laughs> and he was he put two and two together like there's no fucking way that someone's out here peeking in all these Texas houses that are armed to the teeth. It, it just doesn't fucking make sense. But Tyler is uh, the song he made about that. And he also said the part where the guy, right after he gets into the house, he goes in and grabs a beer. He said that was just, um, he had mental, like a writer's block. He had the lyrics right before that line and after that line, but he just didn't have anything to connect it. So he threw that in there. Um, Away is based on escapism. And I think he said it was his boss at the time. He told him to picture standing under a tree with grass under your feet. And that's what the song is about. Um, if you if you listen to the lyrics, he says, To be in the shade The only thing upon my head when I'm away. Or maybe it's feel the breeze upon my head. I don't know. But he's talking about standing under a tree, being in the shade. And then the line, In my heart, there is a heaven. Which I, th- I always thought was, there is a hero. But um, what he means by that is that there's peace inside him that he was wanting to find. You know, escapism, stuff like that. Quitter was about someone who he used to have in his life that just dipped, which felt weird hearing because I have been that person in people's lives. Uh, so that gave me a new perspective on it, but it didn't make me feel bad or anything. You know, every time I've moved on, it was for the best. Uh, backslider was about being in a religious household, but not um, be, but being a backslider. Not really focusing on that stuff. Um, Water was someone who was religious but believes in evolution. So the lyrics are... I come from the water. That weren't no easy thing. It's more than nature. Ah, I'm trying to sing it from 
I'm trying to sing it from memory. I should just look it up, to be honest. But it talks about, um, I stood up on the ledge and left. I left my people there. Um, I don't know, basically being a different kind of Christian almost. Um, yeah, I'm not looking it up. It's not worth that much. Happy face was just fuck happy people. Uh, people that smiling pissed him off. I mean, this was a young band as most people that start bands are. Velvet was about a love that screwed him over. And then I Burn, he was dating a girl, and he had a dream at the time that she invited him to a party. And this song was kind of inspired by the dream. But on their way to the party, they would see like a mailbox on fire or a piece of land that was on fire. And then when they got to the house... Everything was crazy, and there was this big bonfire in the backyard that everyone was jumping into. And uh, he wrote the song, and it's kind of like a cult-type thing, but the basis is jumping into the fire to be reborn and to be become more than what you were. Um, so, that so-, so the song is from their point of view. And then Possum Kingdom, which is probably their most probably their most popular song um, which I thought was about being a vampire is actually a continuation of Ivern and it's if that went wrong so it's this guy stuck in this other world trying to get someone to join him and then Possum Kingdom is a place in Texas I've always kind of wondered where that name came from so that was cool to learn but it's just this place in Texas that's really kind of creepy with a lot of dead trees and stuff but yeah, that um, one of my favorite albums. So go listen to that if you haven't already. Man, why do I have hiccups? Go listen to that if you haven't already. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it vague or briefly, but hell yeah, Rubberneck by the to or not the Toadies by Toadies Rubberneck. And then the other song of the week I wanted to do this week. I realize this is way far away from the other one um el portal by collaborate just the energy he brings on this one is fucking insane i mean it makes me turn this shit all the way up every time it comes on and like the production's good too there it cuts when it needs to it has nice what is it called when i guess just samples of people talking like in between him rapping but, man, just the energy he comes in with is crazy. I wish I could find that in more of his music. This uh, leading up to the next, or the first album I'm going to talk about, which is Real Person by Collaborate. I really, like I said, I wanted to find that energy that he brought on El Porto on that song, or on that album, but I just couldn't find anything to match that. And to be honest... <clears throat> the album's not super great. It's not anything to like. Like I would not listen to this full album. Um, Caught up is really good. That's the first song. He's talking about his issues up front. Disconnect with his father and a strange love. Um, For Willem, I liked. That was a nice flow, kind of about the youth. A simple instrumental, which is nice for bars. Um, Wanna be. Um, it's just worrying about the people around him and if they'll switch up and then down he had a lot of different flows on that but those are the four songs I liked on that album it's kind of sad I just I hate whenever you listen to someone or someone new to you and you're like damn this goes hard as fuck and then you can't find any songs that are the same or they're a one hit wonder but he has a album from this year 2021 so i might i might listen to it and see what's up but yeah those four songs i liked off of real person and el portal el portal is probably his best song in my opinion next i'm gonna talk about joiner lucas not an album because i don't want to listen through a joiner lucas album but i was just reminiscing recently and i realized that i'd been missing out on him a little bit um 
Not to say that Joyner Lucas is great, because he's definitely fallen even further down than he started, but... Man, he's really good storytelling. There are a few songs that I keep around because, I mean, I just can't find that kind of thing anywhere else, which is kind of ironic and funny to say because listening back to Joyner after a while, a few songs I heard and I was like, damn, he is 100% biting this this person's style. Like there was one song he was, I was like, damn, he's definitely biting Kendrick right now. But um, songs like, Ross Capiccioni and Keep It 100, those songs just really show a path that he could have gone down as like a storyteller rapper. And it, it, there's real potential there. Ross Capiccioni is about um, this. It, it's a story told from both perspectives, which is, I really like the concept of that. But this kid moves into a neighborhood and meets this um, like thug kid who looks out for him, but in the end ends up turning on him uh it's i'm not i'm not going into detail because i feel like that it would ruin it and ruin the first time listen so go listen to that and then keep it 100 follows the story of a a hundred dollar bill and all the people it comes across and it tells like their stories there was like a dirty preacher a pimp a robber dude that was going to shoot up a store and just the way he like ties it all together and paints all those pictures is really nice. Um, another good song by him is I'm Sorry. It's a sad song about suicide, again, from both perspectives. Frozen was about choices ending your life. I really like that. Forever was a song to his kid about how he felt when he found out that they were pregnant with him or her. I don't really know. It's a really honest song that I respect because he's... Even the feelings that people, like, he talks about being upset and pissed off and, like, angry at the baby shower and stuff. And I feel like no one wants to put that out there, but that's raw and honest, and I really respected that. And so, yeah, those are just a few Joyner Lucas songs that I like. Um, there, there are a few more, but like I said, I'm not going to go over a full album of his stuff because there are a lot of skips, but... The if you want to listen to any of his albums, I think the album with the phone number is is the best probably. Along came Joiner is the one with Ross Capiccioni on it, but that's really the only song on there that I like listening to. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was that whole thing with Joiner just kind of sucks. He didn't rape anybody or touch anybody, but bro, he just started blowing ass. I mean, his latest. I think he's even dropped an album after the one I'm about to talk about. But the album, I think it's ADHD. Yeah, ADHD. He literally dropped eight singles off the album. And there are 18 songs. Like, dude, by the time that shit came out, I didn't even want to listen to it. Because I'd already heard so much off of it. And none of it was really good. Oh, wait. am I, I counted wrong. He dropped nine. He... He teased half the album in singles. Like, dude, fuck off. Over the span of three years. The first one was in 2018. The last one was in 2020. Um, so, yeah. He just... He started biting other people. And then... I don't know what happened, to be honest. Also, I didn't mention this, but his stuff with Chris Brown is pretty good, too. Uh, just Let Go, I Don't Die, and Stranger Things. All those songs are pretty good. Maybe one day I'll come back and listen to Joiner, but I just really have no desire to. I'll stick with the old stuff that that I'm uh, holding on to. Up next, we got Around the Fur by Deftones. I've never given Deftones shit a full listen through. Like, I've never played an album and sat down and listened through it. The only song I'd really known was change in the house of flies so i finally decided to sit down and listen to it or the way i heard change in the house of flies was on a dragon ball movie and in case anybody cares I, that shit always seemed really cool to me goku was getting his ass beat by cooler and cooler like killed this little bird accidentally in the crossfire and goku was like no and he picks up the bird and holds it in his hands and then it glows and then 
he opens his hands and the bird's alive again. And then that's when the song er, starts playing. And Cooler's like, no, he's not the same. He's changed. It's like, okay, someone had to say it, of course. But no, that song was really cool. And me and my dad were sitting there like enjoying it fully. And then my mom, who was watching for whatever reason, just sitting on the couch, she was like, can he stop talking? This is a good song. It's like, Mom, we're watching something here. I'm glad you like the song, but this is a big moment for us. Uh, but yeah, I was really not disappointed at all getting to finally listen through some of this shit. The one thing I'm going to say about, or the first thing I'm going to say about this is it's really heavy guitar. Uh, they're, they're really aiming for like a raw and rough sound. They definitely, it definitely comes across. Uh, but a good example of the, like them trying to accomplish that is in Mascara, where the drummer hits the hi-hat and leaves it to sizzle and you can hear every little, like, every time the two hats bounce across each other. Sometimes when it's a sizzle, I feel like it's just like a clean tsss, but this one, they really let it just open up and you can hear it drag out for a little bit. But I think that's a good example of, you know, the sound they're trying to aim for. I like Chino Moreno's vocals. He he can easily bring it from like a scream to a whisper to, I don't really know what it is. It's like this, kind of like a longing singing. I don't know. Uh, it's funny though, someone... Kevin said someone posted a meme or on Twitter or something asking if he can really actually sing, but I like it. I like his vocals. Um, Be Quiet and Drive Far Away was probably my favorite song. I don't know what, but just the guitar part, something about it is so nice to me, the way it just falls in there. Um, my favorite drum part was probably on Die the Flu. And the only song I didn't like was Head Up. I felt like it was too heavy in the middle and the lyrics weren't that great. And then the very last track, MX, has a... Well, first of all, it's... Let me... I think it's 37 minutes long. Let me make sure. Deftones, Around the Fur. MX, yeah, it's 37 minutes long. But most of that is silence, so don't get ahead of yourself. It's like the first six minutes is a song, and then at 19 minutes in, they do bong hits, or 20 minutes in or somewhere, they do bong hits, and then 27 minutes or 28 minutes, there's another song in there. Um, so it's like a hidden track kind of thing. But nah, this, um, except for Head Up, in my opinion, this album's no skips. It's pretty good. Um... I need to listen to their later stuff because Kevin did say that on this album, it feels like they were just kind of generic new metal, not really, um, nothing super special and stand out about them. He said like on their next album, they're like, Oh, we can, we can make a signature sound. <laughs> so I need to listen through that and see what the, how they transitioned or what the change was. But, um, my own sub summer shove it is probably the most recognizable off this. Like I said, Be Quiet and Drive Far Away was good. Um, Lotion's good. I like all this, all the songs except Head Up. So yeah, listen to that if you want to. And then finally, I listened to Seven from Tokyo's Revenge. I've been listening to this dude on and off for a minute. And the energy he brought on this is crazy. He's definitely carrying on like the X and Ski SoundCloud rap vibe and into like a newer... Um, into the new generation, I guess. Uh, he's all over in the place in terms of how he sings and the energy he uses. I mean, just in one verse, he'll change it up several times, but I like that. No one else is really doing that. And also, he can rap his ass off and seems to like to do it. Um, an example of this, not on it's not on the album, but... Um, Good Morning Tokyo, that song that first made him blow up. There's a bar where he just keeps rapping and kind of forgets about, like, stopping for the end of the, uh, like, once it hits 4-4, like, the end of the 
time signature the end of the bar he just doesn't stop and keeps rapping it's, it sounds cool but it's a good example of what i'm trying to talk about uh he tries for different styles but i really didn't like any of them i really just liked when he was sticking to his rapping shit kind of hyping up but i do appreciate that he was trying for other shit i think maybe one day he'll be able to to um accomplish it but it definitely shows that his mind isn't just in one spot musically and i like that i get tired of um, I, my first two examples every fucking time don toliver and the baby um and then i like the talking before the track shit it's funny and it it really just hypes it up but i don't know why um gotham was good i like that song i thought it was um like the chorus and shit's clever he said he had a song called clark kent so he had to have one called gotham bulletproof the third verse really goes in, and then there's this vacuum sound effect that he, because he, he, one of, I don't remember if it was in the chorus or one of the verses, but he's talking about telling this bitch to suck his dick, and then he tells his bitch to suck his dick again, but this is loud ass vacuum sound, and this is super funny. Um, but one of the verses I picked from here were show me uh said you want problem to show me uh force on the stick and it came with a beam so i feel like obi-wan kenobi uh tell your grandmother blow me uh and then it just like the the instrumental stops it, it's kind of like a cut and in the interludes it, this is dude coming in he's like nah we can't do that anymore you can't rap about anything that um dehumanizes women or um offends anybody it, it's funny it shows his sense of humor in it i love shit like that it's like um reminiscent of x almost uh center part three this was the one where he, one of the ones where he's going for a different sound but i just thought it was pretty ass to be honest dead man's wonderland goes fucking hard nice breaks nice flow change uh the verse i picked from this one my life's a movie i'm watching it all in third person the purge merging with i am legend with these cursed verses I'm sure certain I'm Percy Jackson when I cut him with a pen, spit venom, then I spin him in a web. I know they want me dead, but I wouldn't be here right now if I ever gave a fuck about what they said. New Draco from Korea. The green is growing like Chia Pet. You're going to see this K-pop. There ain't going to be no BTS. BBS on my chest. Got me glowing. Goku DBS. Stop fucking typing and say it with your chest. TTS. They see my stress, but I see the best and I see the future. My life's like chess, so I think ahead, then I make maneuvers. Like Martin Luther, I had a dream, then I go pursue it. The only thing I want to do is make my fucking music. I'll be damned. I'll go straight to hell. Kill myself if I don't shoot till the pistol melt. Um showing that he can fucking write i mean i'm i'm excited to see what he does next i need to listen to more of his new shit or more of his newer shit that's out i think this is kind of an older one um body count crazy energy nice production nice josiah feature i think that's how you say his name um hellbent i don't really he tried to use autotune and sing i didn't really fuck with it this was one of the ones we went for another style um we made an anime opening. I really didn't like this one either. Another one of those where we went for another style and uh, just kind of flopped in my opinion. But like I said before, I do appreciate that he's going for it and not just doing the same shit over and over again. I think just, I mean, this is kind of like I said to Trey the other day. He, he was talking about how he, when he makes music, he's worried about making the same sound over or maybe putting out a whack sound. And I just think of that thing I brought up with Suicide Boys. You know, even if it's not the best shit, I, I fuck with the fact that they're putting it out there along with their best shit, showing that, hey, I'm not just... I can do more than that. And I, I fuck with that. So I hope maybe in some of these other rec or albums of his that I'm going to listen through, um, maybe it landed. Maybe it did a little better. But yeah, that's it for the music this week. Um, fuck yeah. What are y'all doing tomorrow? What are y'all doing next week? Isn't it crazy that kids are about to go back to school? Like, this is gonna be... <clears throat> well, is this... No, this isn't my first year missing. Summer, is it? 20... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well... Yeah, this is my first year missing summer, I think. Damn. I, maybe that's why I don't like summer as much this year. 
it's, it just seems hotter. And I know global warming and shit, so it is hotter, but it just feels so much hotter than every other year. And maybe it's because there isn't that blissful feeling of, I'm not in school right now, to kind of tone everything down for me. <sighs> Sorry, I needed some water. Aiden was talking about going to a rock climbing gym. That might be fucking fun. He said him and uh, Victoria were looking at it. and So I might third wheel for a day. That, that could be all right. I can't imagine it would be anything that would be like partner based or shit like that. I could probably just go off and do my own shit. But I'd never, I didn't know there were gyms for rock climbing. That sounds badass. I love climbing stuff. I've always liked climbing trees or that's pretty much it but i like climbing stuff so this this will be cool but there are people who do like rock climbing for their main workout i didn't know that that's like that's hipster as fuck no i don't really i don't really fuck with weights i'm gonna climb up this big ass wall and back down that's how i'm gonna do that's gonna be chest abs arms and ass somehow um but that'll be fun. I don't know when we're going to do that. Right now, Aiden's actually out hunting somewhere. He's hog hunting. Or, no, 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 no. That's wrong. He's not there to hog hunt. They're there to fix something. But he was told that they have a hog problem. So while his dad is fixing the stuff, Aiden's posted up with a rifle watching for hogs. Or That's how I picture it in my mind, at least. But, man, I'm hoping he brings some meat back. I don't know what hog meat tastes like, but if it's any good, then I want to fucking try it have some pulled pork sandwiches or that's really all that's really or bacon i guess if that's a possible shit i don't i've never hunted or cut up an animal or anything so i really don't know what you can get off that motherfucker and have like it be good quality but man i'm excited to see if he brings anything back um what, what's been going on with aiden we've been chilling um, I'm not really, like, that shit I said about our friendship way back that was already out of my head, that shit's even farther out of my head now. We've been chilling, not as often, but still, like, usually on Sundays, um, walking around, talking about stuff, just like normal, so I'm not really worried about anything. He's about to start working with my dad in a week or two, that's gonna be cool. Maybe we'll all three get lunch or something. Man, mom, if you're if you're listening to the podcast right now, don't let dad hear this, but I think I'm going to get him Diablo 2 for his birthday or for Father's Day or something. I know I, I owe him a present, which sounds fucked, but okay, listen, the way I do presents and stuff, I would rather them have something that they like and they're actually going to use and, you know, look at it and think, my son gave me this. He loves me. So, for my parents, uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and then birthdays, oh, fuck, I guess Christmas, too. I I let them, you know, I say, what do you want? What what would you like to have? Or if I have a good idea, then I'll get it. But I would, I will wait months and months after to get them the present and have, and I would rather do that and have it be something they like than, like I said, give them something shitty and they're not ever going to use it or it goes in the trash or it's shoddy and gets broken. So yeah, I might get dad Diablo 2 for, oh fuck, mom doesn't want to hear that. Mom hates him playing video games, I didn't realize that. (laughs) Well, I'm not changing, I'm not going back, it's too fucking late now. I'm sorry mom, It's, it's bound to happen, you should let the man have fun. Especially since we can play it together, that'd be cool as hell. I'm sure he's just as excited as I am, but yeah, I'm gonna buy him Diablo 2 for whatever gift I owe him. And sure, he will be more than happy to receive that. <laughs> Man, that's so awesome. I can't wait for that beta. I think it, it might be next weekend. At this point, it could be any weekend. So, we will see. Where am I at? I'm about to hit 50 minutes. Alright, what have you guys been thinking about all these guest episodes? I hope you like them. I, I didn't really plan on doing them, but... I had Julian and Josh back to back and then 
Wednesday, I woke up and Trey had told me that he wasn't busy. And I was already hanging out with Skylar on Thursday. So it just seemed to make sense. So there we there we go. That's why I've been doing that. And I don't know if I've said yet who I plan to get on it or have on the podcast tomorrow, but it's going to be a special guest. We can just say that. A very special guest that's uh, probably going to give me a lot of shit and tell some stories that I don't want told. And yeah, it's going to be somewhat of a hassle, I'm sure. (laughs) Not really, not really. I'm excited. You'll see who it is. I'm not going to say yet. You'll have to wait one day if you're here or if you're watching this like or i'm sorry listening to this like 30 years in the future lucky you you get to just boop skip forward and keep going and then skip forward as many or as long as i keep doing this podcast i wonder that's weird because the way i'm thinking about this right now i'm thinking about it from the past so there could be like one episode in, in front of this it could just be tomorrow's episode or there could be like seasons after this. Isn't that insane? <laughs> Alright. Um, you guys take it easy. Have a great week. Have a good Sunday. Um, I don't know. I don't really have any advice, man. I've, or, I don't know why I do this in the first place. I just feel like giving advice the last second, moral of the story kind of thing. Maybe that's just what feels natural, but I've been enjoying hearing everybody else give their advice at the end of the guest podcasts. That's a really cool or a really good thing that I like doing. I kind of took the idea from um, Searmore, that one VR chat YouTuber that I watched for a bit. But his his question is, if you could tell the world one thing. So it's not really advice. It's just anything you want people to be aware of. But I definitely like whole advice thing i think that's dope as fuck what what would you like if you could tell somebody younger than yourself something you needed to hear at that age or something that would have made a huge difference for you i think that's just a great thing to do um you know make someone's life better why the fuck wouldn't you especially when it's uh, a problem that you might have faced yourself yeah i'm done talking Another guest episode tomorrow. Don't expect full weeks of guest episodes every week. I'm not a fucking monster. I can only do so much. And I have work. But it has been fun while it's been going on. And there will still be guest episodes um, frequently enough. So yeah. Have a great week. Take it easy. And um, get a, like, I don't know. Treat yourself. Have a good afternoon. If you have, like, ice cream or something, go get a bowl of ice cream. Chill out. You got a whole another week in front of you. It's, it's important to have, like, save spots, checkpoints, video game references. Yeah. All right. Bye.